And joining me as always, the president of a South Philly emirate and the criterion Nigerian from Ethiopia, it's Nader Samara. Was that in Johnny Boy? How much, man? How you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Nader, it's been two weeks since we recorded. You ready I to get feel, back into it? <laughs> I, I feel like I miss you, but I also I sense another presence. We'll get to that in a second. This is episode 36. That's the Jerome Bettis episode. You a big fan of the bus? Big fan of the bus. Of oh, the 36 Chambers as well, the Wu-Tang Clan. They had a big album. Bunch of different Wu- guys there. I've been 36 for so long, honestly, I forgot, I forgot about it. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Well, real quick, today what we're going to do in the episode, we're doing our main review of the movie, Thank God It's Friday, which is available on Amazon Prime. And then we will be reviewing... In our buffering segment, the summer of 2001, but joining us today, all the way from the West Coast, Sean the Leatherman Darrow. Oh, that's me, babies. Hi, John. Hey, Nodder. <laughs> What's up, Hi, man? the Leatherman Darrow. I didn't know that's what we were calling you. I mean, I have been known to get down in a parking lot from time to time. Yeah, he has. He has. I've seen I'm, it. I'm going to want to know exactly what that means. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes the feeling just catches you. You're standing outside a club, and you have to get down. Got to show off well, those Leatherman skills. I, oh. I've, always told, I've always told you guys this. Dancing, everything else is bullshit. Uh, Sean, I realize uh, now why there's a hole in my convertible. This is bullshit. Get Sean off this podcast. Hey, man. <laughs> my feet come alive at the nighttime. That's true. So, Sean, he's joining us all the way from San Diego, or right outside of it. Uh, yep. Sean, I, we used to do a podcast together. Remember that? Yeah, we did. We did. It was the uh, the bottom five. It was, it was a decent run. We had a good run. We did uh, almost two years, maybe. Who, who's to say? Nader, first time we yeah. did a podcast together, was on that podcast. Oh, yeah. Bottom five. Worst cartoon villains. I remember it all. That's when I realized I could not live up to the hype of Nader. So I stepped down gracefully. <laughs> it was a seamless transition. So... How's uh what, what, how's San Diego treating you? You've been out there for a couple months. Moved mid-pandemic. Everyone thought it was crazy. He's yeah, definitely well, watching football games. Oh, well, Sunday's very different with football games starting at 10 a.m. And yeah. being over by 8.30. It's pretty great. I love it. Well, it's also, the whole day. Oh, it's done by 8.30. That's crazy. But also, when, yeah, uh, when there's going to be like uh, games in like uh, England in the future, those games will be on at like 5 a.m. for you. Yeah, I'll probably skip those. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Are they even going to go to England during a pandemic? That doesn't make sense at all. Not this season. Not this season. All right. Wait, but I want to know, did you move before or after the Chargers did? And more specifically, did the Chargers move because you moved? I moved after the Chargers, and that was part of the decision, actually. I said, I need to replace that football team. There was a void. I I felt a correlation there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to step into that Philip Rivers-sized hole. Um, I mean, he's the Justin Herbert of this podcast, clearly. Without a doubt. You don't want to be the Tyrod Taylor getting stabbed by a doctor. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Nader, what is that? What a bad doctor. It's not a good doctor. <laughs> Strangely that he's on his own team. It feels like something the other team's doctor would do to him, but it was, it was his doctor. It seems like something Harvey, uh, Dr. Harvey Mandrake of the Miami Sharks would do, if you ask me. Amen. On any given Saturday, That's we can right. talk about a movie. Nader, Sean, this place is like Disneyland with tits. We watch Thank God It's Friday. Thank God It's Friday. 
God, it's Friday. The movie that shows how truly splendid man can be when he's free and natural. Give me a dime, will you? We are out for action tonight. You're 34. <laughs> and, and you're 37. Isn't that amazing? Something about that Idaho water. Thank God, it's Friday. Who's the homie? Everybody just got off work. Field hockey with the ladies. He's definitely not Hispanic, or is he? Last name, can't call it. Motorcycle, took them dresses, though. Accountants, lawyers, Goldblum, gotta cover it up. Floyd, where are you? Donna, get up out that hallway, girl. What's up with those ninja bouncers? Both doors are locked? Both doors on both ends are locked from the inside. God damn, them two boys were Jewish. God damn, them two boys were Jewish, my lord. Green sweater, putting the same necklace on a shorty that you bought a necklace for the shorty in front of said shorty who sells that necklace to said shorty. Yikes. Cocaine in a pink wig. Thank God it's Friday. Nailed it. Got it in one. That's how I do it. All right, so we watched uh, Thank God It's Friday. This is a 1978 disco movie that takes place over the course of roughly two hours. Um, <laughs> and, it, and the movie is 89 minutes long. Uh, I'm going to try and briefly give a basic plot synopsis of what this movie is. So there's a bunch of... Oh, you don't think people. mine was good? I thought no, I kind of... No, no, no. Well, yeah, yours was perfect. But I just a couple people missed a word or two. Um, <laughs> so For all you laymans out there, here we go. So you got uh, a club owner played by Jeff Goldblum, who is uh, has a, a disco club called The Zoo, which has all these animal-themed things inside, and they're having a dance contest, which the Commodores minus Lionel Richie are coming to play at. Um, while that's happening, there's pressure being felt by the DJ, who um, <laughs> is also live broadcasting it on the radio for whatever reason. Outside for, of that, for the first time, that's as his thing. debut job. His debut, yeah. Bobby Lightning. Uh, Bobby yeah. Speed, Bobby Speed. <laughs> so then there's two high school girls, Franny and Jeannie, who are trying to win a dance contest so they can buy tickets to a Kiss concert. There's yep. Carl and Jen, which are uh, two guys that are looking for a girl, uh, look, looking to get a girl. One wants the girl just to have fun, one wants the little girlfriend. Uh, you've got Dave and Sue, which are a young couple who just left a, a restaurant and for whatever reason have a, a gifted pepper mill and are going to a club. And... Uh, because she wants to dance and uh, let loose, and he's uh, he's a little uptight. Um, there's a dental hygienist who turns on to a, a straight up drug freak. There's uh, two girls that one girl's very very much knows all the rules about dating guys, and her friend who just is completely clumsy. You've got um, uh, Jesus uh, Donna Summers who's uh, trying to break out in the disco scene. You've got uh, <laughs> Marv Gomez, the Leatherman who's uh, the best dancer in the world, and dancing dancing is life. You've got Gus and Shirley, which are two people on a blind date. Gus is very aggressive. Shirley's very tall, but she's very sensitive and has some uh, some things going on, and it's a bit of a sci-fi element because they found each other on a computer. And then you've got Malcolm Floyd, who's the roadie for the Commodores, who has to play all of his instruments to cops to prove that he actually is the, uh, <laughs> the roadie. And hilarity ensues. Uh, you nailed it. That is the movie. I was going to say, take it from there, Sean. That's all you. Sean, what did um, you think of this film? I'm sure you had notes. <laughs> it, um, Well, one, when the movie started, the groovy Paramount lady coming right on your screen. My really, oh, When she started getting busy. My first I was note. very excited about that. 
Catch Very you in the excited. mood. <laughs> um, yeah, She's this was it. this was this was a rompy movie, right? Is that is yeah. that what you guys refer to it as? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know Never. You're not a biz show. Hell no. Oh. <laughs> How old are you? Fifty. <laughs> Roughly. Approximately fifty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Proceed. I screen test a little Rump. younger though. Romp it up. <laughs> um, yeah. Does this follow the the worst group of people ever to go to the same place? <laughs> it it definitely follows the worst group of actors under the age of Go- of Jeff Goldblum to go anywhere. No doubt. <laughs> uh, the 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 one of the young girls, the girl that's the one of the high school girls, not the dancer, the friend. Who uh, stole the brother money from her brother so they could afford to the change this jar. thing? Um, sure. That is the lead singer of the band Berlin. Mm-hmm. Terry Nunn. Terry Nunn, yes. And uh, what I, I wrote down some uh, some pretty funny stuff here. Uh, the the girl who's a bit of the klutz. They she accidentally like uh, the first off they're bringing full plates of food into a car which is just bananas. Okay, wasn't happy with that move. But after she spills, she uses a hamburger as a napkin, and that really made me laugh. Oh, and my boy catches it, too, out the window. But to your point about trivia, did you guys know that Nicole Richie's dad was in this movie? He's not in it. He is in it. I didn't see him. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's up yeah, in the he's booth. In it. He's up in the booth? And and and, and singing. And Man. as a lead Commodore. Yeah. All I mean, right. they all, all half the Commodores and the DJ look identical to me. Don't worry. You guys can't say it. I'm saying it. They look the same. <laughs> I guess Light skin Afros? Bobby yeah. Speed's an honorary Commodore. Bobby Speed, <laughs> this, at this point. Bobby Speed has a line in this film where he says, until next time, this is your zookeeper, Bobby Speed, reminding you, keep them feet moving or somebody will steal your shoes. <laughs> I, I, I got to go close now, John. Uh, my boy hands uh, someone a joint and said, this is guaranteed to paralyze you. Uh, yes. Jeff Goldblum's license plate reads, big one. Uh, my boy claims that it's it's not it's not they're her tits. We're married, so they're, they're our tits. Uh, then the two, the two, uh, boys with the, the uh, he puts on, my, my man puts on lip gloss, mm-hmm. looks at his man and is like, yo, lip gloss makes you look hot. And his friend is like, nah. And I think all three of us know who made the right decision in that one. <laughs> I'd love to jump on her bones. Polyester on the dance floor, dot, 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 creep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite line, which is Floyd just being like, where I'm at. <laughs> uh, and, uh. When the, and then the polyester comes back when uh, all the douchebags leave the elevator, and she's like, I'm sure that was polyester. I, I think we got to give big props to the uh, monkey on the elevator. He didn't do much, but the little bit he did was very good. He yeah, has, that little punch on the chin was everything. Yeah. And and the, the security in, in karate geese was a very interesting yeah. look. I think that should be that way everywhere. They were, bouncers, like, co- man. They were Cobra Kai adjacent. Oh, for <laughs> when sure. When they kicked people out, it felt like those people were getting kicked out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, I can clear uh, up the pepper mill too for you guys. If oh, you like. I missed that. So Go it's ahead. a, it's their fifth wedding anniversary because uh, oh, mine is com- mine is coming up also. Traditional gift is something pepper. wood, the pepper mill. Pepper mill. Wait, the pepper mill. I don't know why they brought it into the club. Is a five year wedding anniversary thing? Something made of wood. Yeah. Something made of wood is what you get someone for their five year. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. John, I gotta say you're proving useless on this podcast, man. You ain't never taught well, me nothing like that. To be fair, Sean was always the stats guy on our, our podcast. <laughs> mm, that's true. You're the race guy. Or the homophobia right. guy. Which which guy are you? Which, it's hard, which it's hard to say is at American? this point. It's confusing. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> hey, uh, last time you guys, I know it's been a while since we've been to places, but last time we went to the club, you you always remember to bring your electric razor, right? Oh, for and sure. a jar of change every time. <laughs> yep, yep, and a step stool in case I have to climb through the window. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, well, yeah. Change of clothes, change of clothes for the dance contest. You got, I mean, first of all, how did they win that dance competition without coordinated outfits? That seems ridiculous. There, everyone else in the dance competition put in so much more preparation beforehand. It's a lot of legwork. It seemed like there were arbitrary rules. <laughs> also, yeah. I feel like I mean, where maybe, was the maybe dance talent contest? wins out. That's what I'm saying. Where What'd was this dance contest? I didn't even realize before I knew it there was a winner. I yeah, didn't even know what was happening. Only had, they only had one song. They were running out of time. The Commodores got there. He late. was just calling out. He was just calling out people with great outfits, being like, "You got to get out of here. It's Leatherman's time." And I'm like, the, "Whoa!" The, there was uh, one guy after he gets eliminated. He was like, "I think he's the ultimate elimination." He turns around to Bobby's feet and just goes, raises his fist at him. <laughs> I uh, is he one of the two silver people? No, it was the it was the black uh, the black couple. I, I don't know. No, I know wearing silver. Was he wearing silver? I don't remember the colors. There's a lot of flashing. Doesn't lights. matter. Doesn't matter. Sean, talk your talk. I'd like I'd like to to call out Bobby Speed a little bit for uh, and maybe Donna Summer too, who has a little feature role. You can't do Last Dance in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's that clearly should be, last. That should be the that's last a last song. song thing. That's a closing <laughs> tune. Now, in in move in in our movie though, it's like the climax, right? Mm-hmm. Like in uh, in the time yeah. of the movie is the climax. Then that's I think right. it flies, guys. And yeah. also, it is the ending title sequence is just the breakdown from the song. She uh, she won an Oscar for the for the song here. And it's uh, deservedly so, frankly. Leonard, I love this song. Leonard Moulton came out and said, "This is the worst movie ever made to ever win an Academy Award for anything." <laughs> is he alive? Yes, he's alive. He is. I'll slap the shit out of him. <laughs> I just he he hated this movie. He well, he also reviewed it in '78 when it came out. And also, correct me if I'm wrong. Donna Summer is huge in '78, right? Massive. Well- Getting well, bigger. <laughs> did Last Dance debut with this movie? I tried to find I think it. it that, yes. 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 It did, right? Yes. 100%. So this is either like right before she hit her apex or like on the way up. Donna Summer, Donna Sum- this is on the way up. Donna Summer's like peak is the early 1980s, but it, people definitely know who Donna Summer is in 1975. They wouldn't have put her in the movie otherwise. Right. Yeah. I just It's just so funny that um, the way they treat her. And Sean, now you're you're a gentleman who's collected a lot of, uh, a lot of LPs. How did you feel yeah. about Bobby Speed's uh, treatment of the records? <laughs> He was a little rough on those. A little rough. rough. <laughs> uh, that DJ so he, booth was He drops amazing. his needle. Oh, God, it hurts every time he drops his needle. I wasn't into it. Oh, oh, oh my God. The height. Um, did you guys did, did you guys notice very, very New York personalities for a club in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Well, oh, Gus. yeah. I mean, <laughs> Gus. <laughs> Gus for sure. Gus. No, absolutely, absolutely everybody. I, I would say almost all the guys – Feel two, New York and all the girls feel the two LA. best friend Woody Allen's blowing up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those the 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 two most Jewish men in 1975. Yeah. Different uh, different and, spectrum yeah. Woody Allen's. <laughs> different size yeah. of spectrum Woody Allen's. With and without the glasses, Woody yeah. Allen. Uh, I I also so there's the ongoing joke of people keep on crashing into Jeff Goldblum's car. When the cop crashes, the cop on the motorcycle crashes into it. It's so <laughs> funny because oh it's so not necessary. <laughs> you know what's funny too? You gotta love. The dynamic of the black cop not believing Floyd and the white cop kind of believing him, but probably pulling him over for something else and then just getting a concert. He brings the motorcade. He goes into Goldblum's car. <laughs> the, so much the, to dig the, into. 
when Malcolm gets pulled over the second time, he's so angry about it. He goes out and he's like, all right, I'm, I know watch you think this. I stole this, but watch <laughs> this. Hold these real quick. Gives him the drumsticks. It's fantastic. That's um, such a ridiculous out. There's there's a there's a couple things I wrote down that made me laugh. Um, the couple the the married couple first get there. They sit at a. She asks the guy, "Are these seats taken?" He says, "No," and they just sit at a table with random people. <laughs> That's crazy. It's such to an me. odd setup. I don't know what. Was and that guy in definitely could have scooted over. He could have scooted over. Let's be real. Yeah, and then also I like how he. So they do this thing in this movie where there's five people at this table. Uh, and the married couple are talking to each other, so no one else can be heard. But the other people are supposed to pretend that they're talking. The one actor who's in frame the entire time is just ba- barely moving his mouth, like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> like he's it's so bad. <laughs> it killed me. Uh, the when they for whatever reason this uh, discotheque has a uh, game room, and um, when they get to the game room the first time, the the two Jewish guys, <laughs> the. Um, the gorilla suit uh, elevator operator says to him, uh, when you get to the bar, can you get me a banana daiquiri? And then makes some monkey noises and gets back into the <laughs> elevator. Oh, I so, did not catch the monkey noises. Yeah. He's like, oh, and it just gets back in. It's really, really subtle, but so, so funny. It's gorilla humor. It's a little gorilla humor, right? Uh, wow. When Floyd gets to an intersection, there's about 400 different traffic signs. And have you guys caught that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just add the, to the, the look on his face as he yes as he deciphers those signs is it's tough. It's fantastic. Um, only other notes I have is I mean the most important thing we got to talk about is the the dance sequence that goes on for about two minutes uh, where <laughs> Marv Gomez the Leatherman uh, explains to one of the Jewish fellas uh, his the, the only way to the only way to be free is to get loose the only way to get loose is to dance. So he's trying to teach him a couple of dance moves, and uh, then he starts dancing on top of uh, about eight cars that are all exactly the same in different colors that are lined up perfectly in the parking lot. Uh, dances on top of them, does this really elaborate stuff, dents all of them badly, and then jumps into a soft top of one, falls inside, breaks the soft top, and yells, dancing is everything. No, dancing. Everything else is bullshit. And then the people who are waiting in line to get inside the club all cheer. My favorite part about that is upon my – because this, this is our second time watching this, John, um, is that at first I wondered – I was like, how is he making the car beep on beat? And I realized it's because when he jumps on one of the cars, he kicks his leg through the window yeah. and he's honking the horn with his foot. That is a skillful dancer. Woo! Wasn't ready for it. Marv yeah, Gomez. Marv Gomez, the Leatherman. It's very well. He does that, explain also that he never felt the way that he feels now until he put on leather. And it, it honestly changed that other guy's life too. He became more confident. <laughs> John, did you realize in the beginning that the uh, someone on a motorcycle just first of yes! all, someone on a motorcycle steals dresses because he's dancing. Yeah. That just just un- unpack that sentence. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this movie is cocaine. <laughs> It's so crazy. A, a hell's angel steals a, a bunch of dresses because uh, the man guarding them was just, he was dancing. But that, everything else is bullshit, so that makes sense. So um, this, uh, I have just one more thing to add, if that's okay. Please, please. Uh, that took me completely Always. by surprise in 1978. Computer dating? Yeah, right. No chance. It was a thing. I, I, that's why, you, wanted... And that's why they couldn't explain it, because that was not a thing. <laughs> I'm, Wait, I don't no, let, me, let me rephrase that. Computer dating. <laughs> Pretty good. Hey, um, thanks. You bet we, uh, your sweet ass it's a computer. 
<laughs> the uh, well, you know, Star Wars came out in 1977, so they're like, listen, we gotta get some kind of sci-fi element in this film. I got John, when you said sci-fi in the intro, I almost pissed myself. Yeah, I, I lost it when you said sci-fi yeah, yeah, yeah. element. <laughs> you did have that. That's, I mean, they had everything. Um, this uh, this movie was directed by Robert Klein, who you, of course, know directed uh, Weekend at Bernie's 2 and nothing else. <laughs> Another yep. movie that features All dancing. A lot of dancing. And he, he, waited, he waited 11 years to try his hand at uh, directing a gun. <laughs> <laughs> For the best, I think. Oh, very good. This is, uh, this is such a silly, stupid movie. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, obviously, John. And, and it's uh, this is my question for you. America's been waiting. Mm-hmm. What was the most homophobic part about this movie to you? You know, in a movie where it felt like they had about 15 or 20 different opportunities to make a very obvious gay joke, had a lot of restraint. The closest they had to anything really being uh, any homophobic, anything homophobic is when, uh, because, of course, this club has a jewelry store, there is a gentleman who's dressed uh, in drag buying a necklace and uh, his back is to the to this the, one of the Jewish characters, and he goes to ask her out. Uh, when she turns around, when he turns around, excuse me, um, he sa- he just kind of like gives up and walks away. That's the closest there was to something being homophobic in this movie. Okay, cool. Nodder, America's yep. favorite segment. You got it, buddy. And I I can't imagine an answer to this because I really was trying to find one myself. What was racist about this movie? Uh. So, Marv Govez, the, the Leatherman. I'm gonna okay. ask you this, John. <laughs> okay. Chick Ven- Chick Venera, mm-hmm. born in uh, born in, in New York. That's all I got. Talk to me. Well, he's born in we New feel? York, and his first name is Chick. Uh, <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. Is he, we good? I, we good? I think we're good. <laughs> we're good. I, I'm, let gonna, it ride. I'm gonna have to guess Jewish mom, Hispanic father. <laughs> no, that's a good call. Marv Gomez. This isn't my territory. This is where y'all take over. Other, other than maybe uh, miscasting, is there anything else you've caught? Because I couldn't catch anything. Hell no. I mean, I would say the most misogynistic point was the $100 bet, which, by the way, so much money in 1975 uh, for someone just on their first day of their, their job. Dude, uh, drinks betting were 250 to... a pop. Yeah, something so about that makes no sense. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I was really... I was really excited. Uh, well, I was like, "Oh man, I wish I was around in the '70s, bro." Kidding me? Two fifty a drink? Let me yep. get out there. They, they really had liberal use of the word "tits," also, which is fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't hear that. that you don't that hear that enough nice, anymore. You don't. <laughs> that nice husband said "tits" like four times <laughs> before he turned into Baba Kazoo, of course. My spirit. Of animal. course. <laughs> Baba yeah. Kazoo. And, was and, and old girl took a massive hit of nitrous too. Like the oh man. Oh yeah, the, the wig to nitrous transition in the beginning is nuts. There's so much in this movie. It, it, it's lots, so much in such packed. a short period of time. It is jam packed. <laughs> I, I, John, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. This is just dazed and confused meets super bad, with Jeff Goldblum and a necklace. Yes, you've have said that a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got nothing other notes. You guys were ready to rate this bad boy. Sure. Great. Yeah. Cool. Just checking. <laughs> yes, that's a hard <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sean, you're the guest. Stream it or skip it? Uh, as much fun as this has been. Uh, okay. I see where this is going. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I halfway through, I thought that I was being trolled a little bit because I was like, "What is this movie?" Um, but you know, it was it was fun. But I'm gonna skip it. Yeah, we're gonna we're I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and skip it. All right. Well, this is your last time on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> not. I gotta say. This is an absolute stream it for me. No no doubt about it. But but to Sean's credit, what I will say is that maybe we need to start thinking about <laughs> the streaming or skipping model only in the sense that, like, if we do mean that it's just yes or no and it has to be essential, like, I could see a person hating this movie. Oh, without a doubt. As much as, much as they love it, I could see a person also all, being very confused. All that being said, I might watch it again. Right? I'm going so, to. Yeah, this is yeah. a four-star move for me. Stream it. But I, I, for some reason, as Sean was saying it, I was rethinking the entire notion of stream it or skip it. Yeah. John, what do you think? Do we need to put something out? We need to get a, a, thir- uh, a third option, maybe? Um, no, no, maybe just I, tighten I, the screws I on mean, what this, we got. This is, this, is <laughs> this is a stream it for me. I really think this movie is just so much fun. And I, it's, it's, so, it's so far past, like, silly that it's at another level that I'm just like, yeah, you need to watch this movie just because as a timepiece of the seventies, I feel like this movie is important. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I agree with Sean. I feel like those two with the Allen dudes were trolling me specifically. It felt personal. <laughs> I was like, what is Why? No, shut up. Is this Too when much. I find out that you're black Jewish? Not a- <laughs> no, this is when you find out that I can't catch a cheeseburger while driving without my glasses. That's true. I've seen you try yeah. buffering. We are doing the summer of 2001, and the summer season is, of course, defined as the first Friday in May through Labor Day weekend. Sean, you're the guest. 2001 summertime. You think you were going to the films in the theater? I had I had just graduated high school. Okay. Sick. I was at the movie theater a lot in the summertime, yeah. Of course so this, I was. On top of the world. I feel yeah, like... Feel, of, feeling great. I feel like of all the all the eras of time for you to be on the podcast, this is probably the ideal time for you. <laughs> it's a pretty good one, yeah. yeah, this yeah. Is, this Anything is right after this is a question mark for me. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Nader, 2001, uh, summertime. What was your movie situation? Uh, seeing every single one of these movies. This <laughs> as, I, as I watch this list, I vividly remember being in theaters for all of these movies. Yeah, I saw a lot of these in theaters as well. Um, this was. Uh, this we was, talk about this every year. We get closer every every year. Me and you specifically, the fucking movie psychos. Every, it's like, oh yeah, well, I was gonna, there for no reason watching Ghost World. There's going to be a stretch <laughs> in the late 2000s, early 2010s where I didn't see a lot of movies in theaters. So we'll get to that years from now. But we're going to go all the way down to number 53 on this list, a movie that only made 3.3 million dollars. It is written and directed by the masturbator himself. Louis C.K. Pootie Tang. <laughs> I always think it's Chris Rock. I was about to get so excited. That hurts. That hurts every time. Ouch. Uh, well, my username on Xbox Live is Sadate. You you specifically wanted to talk about this movie because you love Louis C.K. and you want to talk on that? That's <laughs> a way to get me in trouble. You got it. No, this movie is a is a Chris Rock vehicle 
that has nothing to do with Louis C.K., uh, not because me and you just decided that. No, uh, sadly, <laughs> Louis is instrumental. But um, no, this movie's hilarious. Uh, the, I, I was about to say the, the premise, and then I was like, it would be much funnier if I said, John, what, do, what is the premise of the movie? Pootie oh, Dang? why are you going to do this to me? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's I, called Pootie Dang. I don't. So well, here's the thing. I, it's not streaming anywhere, which is kind of crazy to me because I figure like this is like a cult movie like this. Uh, I don't know. He's a uh, he's a musician. I don't want to describe this, Sean. Uh, not our. I don't feel comfortable. Pootie Tang is. He's a, got a magic belt. Yes, he he has a magic belt. His dad is corn, and he gives women small bowls of milk. And JB Spoon's JB Spoon's in it, and I think uh, it's a funny movie. But I don't want to give Louis C.K. money. Number forty-seven okay. on this list. That's fair. Which made $5.3 million is a movie made, which is the um, unofficial sequel to Swingers. Why is it unofficial? Isn't Aren't they both in it? Um, it's Well, it's not a sequel. Spiritual okay. successor. It's oh. definitely glossier. Way glossier. Right? You got P. Oh. Diddy in it. Oh, they yeah, don't P. do Diddy. the slow motion thing from Reservoir Dogs, so. Okay. That's true. They don't do that. Um, do you like Made? No. Sean, have you seen Made? Do do uh, I have seen Made? Yeah, I I really growing up as like, I mean, you guys were speaking about the quintessential movie posters, college room posters a few we weeks ago. Swingers is one of them. Swingers yep. is 100%, oh, one hundred percent. Oh, that's a good call. I, I thought that movie Martini. was real profound. Um, yeah, but you know, it isn't. No. Wait. So like. I asked John this on the podcast. What do you as a, as a father of several teenagers? I've heard. What do you think is on the college dorm today? Because we guessed Ex Machina, but we don't really know. All we could come oh. up with is that it has to be a movie that thinks it's smarter than it is. That was um, I, I was actually talking to John outside of the pod about this, True and story. I think – and it's it's a movie that I, I love, Tell but me. also um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, I think, is, is Great probably answer. on a lot of – a lot of. Now, I thought that would – but that's, that still seems like our era. I still I'm 28. That was on my college dorm room posters. People did okay, that. Okay, right now. In 2009. Yeah. I don't it's, not not to degrade. I wonder. If, I wonder if it's like a series now. I wonder if that would transition to like. Damn. Uh, so they all got that, strange. That's actually. It's Game <laughs> yeah. of Thrones or whatever the fuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Both good answers. Again, I like you more than John. Let's move on. That's very believable. I, Number I also like this- me more than John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like you more than me. <laughs> Number 45 on this list. Which We're in agreement. $6.2 million <laughs> is Ghost World. Nader, do you like Ghost World? Yep. No, but I do like saying Ghost World. I just do. I don't know why. I find it I very like, funny. I like this movie. It's a really good Buscemi performance. And uh, Scar Jo's in it. She plays a really weird character. And then um, the girl from American Beauty, whose name I can't remember at the moment. Uh, she's the lead. She does a good job. It's a silly movie. Ghost World. <laughs> Next on this list at number 38, which made $13.5 million, Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Sean, Jones. Please I know tell you, me I, you've seen this. I know you guys like this one. This seems like a stream Hall of Fame movie. <laughs> well, it is. Any, any who's Ozzy? Who's Drix? You call it. Go ahead, Nader. Take, take it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I was asking you. I said, who's Ozzy and who's Drix between me and John? Who? John Zazi. I feel it's the other way. That's around. insane. That's psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had to know that was the wrong answer, Sean. 
You had a 50-50 shot, and you blew it. So well, uh, I'm being a contrarian. Listen, what do you want from me? Any movie where Bill Murray eats bad oysters at a ch- uh, child's uh, science fair is going to get me going. But Any uh, movie where Bill Murray eats an egg out of a monkey's mouth gets me going. <laughs> That's true. You've always said <laughs> yep. that. Uh, this is a odd movie. It's really weird. It's this funny. Is, but it's, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're being very coy with Osmosis Jones and Pootie Tang because they are – 100% streamable. We 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 cannot get too deep into these bad boys because the moment they're on streaming, me and John got work to do. Um, I'm going to move up to number 37. This list made $16 million. It's the movie Oh. I I saw Oh in the movie theater. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sure did. I was on that uh that oh, what's her name? This is terrible for Julia Styles. Yes, Julia Stiles tip. Dude, I you're was, not the person that you. thinks Julia Stiles is the baddest girl in the world. That's not no, you, I'm not is that. it? Uh, no, I'm not the oh, one guy. Thank God. No, no, no. I'm but, slapping him. Con- do, you remember, do you remember how good she was as Lumen on season four of Dexter? <laughs> yeah, she ruined that show. Well, it wasn't her fault, yeah. but she symbolically did. Bold you- choice calling any person Lumen. Lumen's a bad it's name. Not a human being's, it's not a human being's name at all. It's, like it's actually an alien's <laughs> name. Like, what the fuck? True. They're just trying to... You know what? I'm not going to make that joke. It's not good. Number 34 on this list, which made $19.7 million, is Summer Catch. Y'all like baseball, right? Summer Catch. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is peak, uh, like, that date movie era, I feel like, for high school kids. Now, this is not the one with uh, – this is um, Freddie Prince Jr., not the one with the Red Sox, right? That's Fever Pitch? That's Fever Pitch, yeah. Okay. Which That's is a horrible, horrible reminder and, of the Yankees. And this is series. Jessica Biel and um, Freddie Prince Jr. And Freddie Prince Jr. is playing in the Cape Cod League, I think? Mm-hmm. And that's about all mm-hmm. I know about this movie. <laughs> Matthew Lillard up in there. Oh, Matthew Lillard. He that? is in everything. <laughs> He, you know he's really mad at Scooby-Doo, right? I don't blame him. He was the best Shaggy yep. ever. <laughs> For years! I mean, he was no Casey Kasem, but he's pretty good. It's literally Casey Kasem, then him. Yeah. Number 31 on this list, which made $28.7 million, is Baby Boy. Yep. Great film. Now, how do you... Now, okay, now, as a father, Sean, how yes. do you plan on disciplining your girlfriend's kids? That's a good point. <laughs> My girlfriend's kids. Yep. Now they're gonna do whatever the hell they want because I'm not in that life. Okay. I'm gonna maintain safe, my safe, own home. Safer for you and your family. Yeah, exactly. Good call. Is that a John Singleton movie? That is a John Singleton movie. Tay Diggs and our boy Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames, Snoop Dogg, he shows Taraji, up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Taraji. Yep. Taraji P. Central Hansen? being a background. Uh, I, I, I remember this poster being very iconic of him just like on the bike. That's like, another poster, yeah. That's, uh, that is another that's, very that's iconic what, poster. I only remember that uh, more about the movie than anything else. <laughs> I just remember that Ving Rhames was like mean, and I always thought he was the nice guy from Mission Impossible. And I was like, hey, chill out with that, Luther. Relax. <laughs> Tyrese was really killing it during this era. He had music and movies on lock. That's, yeah, and, oh. And you know what? God bless him. I hate the personality, Tyrese, but man, he is aged phenomenally. People don't put him in the same categories like Pharrell, but he looks the exact same. He's a social media douchebag, though. 
He's a fuck. He's the. Have you did you see the documentary uh, where he like blows almost blows the, the deal for uh, yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He filmed yeah. Uh, Dr. Dre like signing the the Beats yeah. deal, right? Isn't hey, that... we the first Compton billionaires. What's up? I'm like, dude, not the time or place. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know any of this. Oh, you should look oh, into Tyree... it. Tyree. No, no, tell me, tell me, sorry, I'm sorry, this is, this is stream of Jace, please. Tyree, uh, can we talk about how Tyrese got there to begin with? Tyrese please. was yes. hanging out Take, in please. Dr. Dre's studio, I guess he would They're have friends. been. They're friends, they're friends, yes. They're friends. Uh, yeah, he was in the studio, and they just, Dr. Dre was like drunk, they had just signed the deal for Beats, and Tyrese was selfie streaming the whole situation, and Dre was like talking about being a billionaire, and it had not gone public yet, and they almost lost the deal because of it. This is in the HBO doc. I was gonna say that's in the. I remember that from the HBO ones. doc. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Tyrese, fun fact, guys, Tyrese uh, is is a was is a minority owner in it. So on top of all this, he's rich. <laughs> he's rich. Uh, he's actually he's part owner in Beats. Yeah, Beats are doing pretty well. <laughs> yup. Okay, number number thir- thirty. Number 30 in this list has made $30 million. It is Jay and Silent Bob a Strike a Back. Um, this was a movie that I really loved at the time, and I can't imagine ever watching it again. <laughs> I, I, watched, I loved it at the time, too. I watched this movie so many times. Yeah. It was really, really quotable for a bunch of immature stoners. I can tell you that. 100%. There's something about Kevin Smith movies that they do not age well. <laughs> You know what? I hear what you're saying, John, about uh, about it not, not wanting to go back and watch it. But I have not seen this movie since I found weed. The last time I saw this movie, I was probably like 13 years old. So I'm gonna. I, I don't even think I probably understood most of the weed references in this movie. Fifteen bucks, definitely, little man. Definitely didn't know what a, what a blunt what a blunt was. So blunt man would have meant nothing. Chronic, I understood, but blunt man meant nothing to me at the time. What about cock knocker? You're a big fan of the cock knocker. Yeah, but that's not drugs. That's something different. <laughs> You're it, hard to disagree with that. Number twenty-eight on this list. What's the worst that could happen? Which made thirty-two point two million dollars. Not or what is this movie? John, <laughs> this movie is John Leguizamo, Martin Lawrence, and Bernie Mac well, as a fantastic. heist as a heist trio stealing from Danny DeVito. What? Oh that's God. what that movie is. Yes, that's what was the worst that could happen. Is <laughs> is this low key legendary? This movie? It's like yes, it's a hundred percent low key legendary. <laughs> and it's ninety four minutes. A, you know, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely like the the like not an incredible movie by any stretch. But by judging by you guys' reactions, it's like, yes, it's exactly what you want. Yes. Am I going to be disappointed cast. by what you told me, or is it good? <laughs> it's. It's as good as a movie like that could be in 2001. Again, Danny DeVito and Martin Lawrence are like the the main draws here. So let's let's keep that that ceiling low, fellas. Well, you put Bernie. Well, Mac. I know Bernie that Mac's always the number one draw for me. But and that's what I'm saying. Bernie Bernie Mac and Leguizamo. Those that that fills out the trio. It's it's pretty yeah, good. So it's on Amazon Prime. So I may watch that. <laughs> Give it a watch. Give it a watch. Guys, do you think John Leguizamo will play Lin Manuel? In a uh, biopic, oh, that's good. I think it's how just... young can you be before you make a biopic? Because Lynn's like forty-two. I think it's just gonna be Anthony Ramos just playing him and everything going forward. That makes <laughs> that's that that makes more sense. Strangely, I think that when they were casting for you fucked um... up, Sean. You fucked up. <laughs> when they were casting for um, uh, in the Heights, they were just like, "Hey, Lynn, we love everything you're doing. 
acting wise, we just we just think that you don't really fit the role anymore because it's supposed to be a young guy. And then we're just like, we gotta get this guy out of here. He can't act for shit. <laughs> I love Is that really what you think Miranda. happened. What? Is that really what you think happened? I feel I thought Lynn just didn't want to do it. No, but I was making a funny commentary. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Uh, number 25 this season it, uh, it was funny which made yeah. 38.3 million dollars is the movie evolution you've not seen evolution I, I i i've started evolution i never finished it okay evolution is orlando jones and julianne moore i know i and, love julianne uh, moore and, and the dude and uh, and, and uh, david the oh yeah Never mind. I was thinking yeah. of a different. I was thinking of Eight Legged like Freaks for a second. I was gonna say former WCW. Yeah, that's World David Arcade. That movie. That movie sauce. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. This movie. This movie was always on Comedy Central, and I always saw it like fifteen minutes at a time. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It's a it's a classic is, shelf uh, life, Sean. It's got the happy face with three eyes. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number twenty four this season, which made fifty six point five million dollars, breaking into the fifty million club. It's a Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. Goddamn right it is. Not um, as far as um, Heath Ledger films made before he was super famous. Peak Ledger hair. That's all I got to say. Hair better than never ten things. Better. Yeah, he was a handsome guy, yes. huh? He was good yeah, looking. Very, dude. very handsome. Yeah, peak, peak handsome. And Paul Bettany's uh, funniest performance to date. You got uh, so you got some Alan Tudyk in this too. When is Tudyk not great? I don't know. I can't. I can't think of one. Uh, one performance. Sean, do you what have do you any think kids called him? In, I can't in name one season. performance either. <laughs> um, what is uh, number 23 in this list, which made $56.6 million rat race? This is now, a fucking con- terrible movie. <laughs> well, what? Oh, my God. I was going to say, because now I'm going to be mad that you skipped this movie. You think Rat Race is terrible? It's not funny. I tried watching it oh again. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I thought it was really funny. And I tried watching it again last year. And I was like, this is so bad. Oh, no. Wait. I did the exact same thing. I just maintained that that's, those two things can be true at the same time. <laughs> sure. I, I also felt that way and then saw it last year and was like, oh, man, this sucks. But I was having the time of my life. As I mean, proven by our feature as, film today. <laughs> as far as Breckenmeyer, Whoopi Goldberg movies go, it's got to be my favorite. Sean, you have thoughts on Rat Race? I uh, I like Rowan Atkinson. Mr. Yeah, Bean. Mr. Bean is in this movie. Show yeah, yeah. Respect. I think I'm 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 pretty sure that's the reason I was excited about seeing this movie trailer when I was growing up. I was like, oh, that's Mr. Bean. He does other things. Cool. He's a, he's a silly boy. Oh, it wasn't that. Whoopi Goldberg and Seth Green. It was Mr. Bean. Yep, that's what did it. Got it. Got it. Not not even Cuba Gooding? No. The son, no. not Rowan, the, not the Rowan old man. Atkinson. Oh, Cuba Gooding, actually. Funny you should say. I saw he was credited in uh, Thank God It's Friday. He's got a song in that movie, Cuba Gooding. Cuba Gooding Senior. S- senior. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, but his, his actual dad? I, was, I didn't know yeah, his, his dad, dad was a... Yeah, his dad was a singer. Did not know that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number... Uh, Is Cuba number... in jail? Oh, shit, Cuba in jail. Sorry, just remembered. Cuba, Cuba got Libre, caught up, right? Cuba Maybe got caught. Cuba Jr. He got caught up in the Me Too movement, and not on the right side. Is there a right side of it? Let's move on. Why there's are you letting me talk, there's, John? There's definitely a right side. Number twenty-two this <laughs> season, which made fifty-seven point three million dollars, is Moulin Rouge. There's an explanation point. Hey, sister, soul sister. <laughs> hey, sister, soul sister. 
This what movie. A, what a big is... song that was. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you got like five of the biggest acts of the day to perform on it. Or four? Literally just that day, though. <laughs> yeah, this was, was a good that. day, though. <laughs> you know who's, who's Ethan Hawke is batshit crazy in this movie. <laughs> it's a crazy movie. It's it very is. colorful, though. It's cool. I like lot, it. It's fun. I, didn't, wait, I don't remember Ethan Hawke in this movie. Damn. Yeah, he's the one. He's like the main dude. Oh. Summer Catch was the baseball movie y'all was talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Okay. Ah, oh, shit. Just checking. Moulin Rouge. Just checking. Voulez-vous que c'est un soir? Whatever. Yo, but Family Guy got it right, though. Christina Aguilera looks like if you touched her, she'd be sticky. Um, uh, <laughs> Lil' Kim has the best ad-libs ever on that song where she just goes... Oh, 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 oh. And that's it. You can just play that shit on loop. One more time. One more time. One more time. Oh, 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 oh. Got it. Got it. This is very Let's go ahead and listen. Cut, you won't, let's go you ahead won't miss cut it. that clip. Send it right to the NAACP. See what they think. Keep cut it rolling. It, print it. I'll get you a record know it. deal. <laughs> Final copy. from. <laughs> you get a record deal from the NAACP. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you guys publishing. Don't worry. You guys have publishing. Yeah, man, let me get the royalties off. Come on now. Uh, number 21 this season, which made $57.7 million, is The Animal, which is Nader's favorite movie. After receiving, after receiving organ transplants from various animal donors, a man finds himself, himself taking on the traits of those animals. So this is Rob Schneider in a Manchurian candidate meets Lion King kind of situation. Number 20 on this list. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, which made $69.7 million is uh, Swordfish. Nodder. We've talked about Sword this movie tits. in the past. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, what, 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 what are your thoughts of this movie? Sean, I, th- I feel like you have something to say. I can say that uh, Halle Berry's tits got me to the theater. But Don Cheadle kept you there. <laughs> I don't remember much else, though, to be honest. It's not if a great movie, If we could just movie, right? cut that and, and send it in the same package to the NAACP, I think we could really lock that record deal down. Is this a setup? Yeah, that's all Set this me is. Up? Well, I mean, this Don Cheadle did. an elaborate scheme, you guys. Don Cheadle did play an FBI agent in the film, so. I to the to the <laughs> to the point about the tits, though. I definitely, I literally, I remember looking my mom in the eye because she will, she'll see anything that has Holly Berry or Denzel Washington in it, and she, and she knew about the tits, and she was, and she looked at me, and I looked at her, and she was like. Fuck, we're going to see Swordfish. Not her fine. We're going to see, and I was like, "Let's fucking go, man!" And wasn't it, wasn't it like immediate? Didn't it happen right away in the movie? Uh no, it's oh, it's late. It's it's like a, it's right in the middle when you start to realize that oh, okay. like Hugh Jackman is in, over his head. Are you thinking gotcha. of Monsters Ball? Maybe, because <laughs> she won she won an Academy Award for that movie. I, th- a- I think I'm going to start not not acknowledging that that movie existed. I'm pretty sure. You you famously said in this podcast, Nader, that she had to show her twi- tits twice to win an Academy Award. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you did say that. Now I know what we have to cut. Package that up and send it to the NAACP. Number 19! <laughs> I don't think that's where we go. <laughs> Number 19. Package that up. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, shit. Number 19 this season, which made $71 million, 
David Fincher's The Score. What? Did you say David Fincher? <laughs> I did. I had no idea he directed this movie. I've seen this movie's not good. What? It's, what? It's not good. Oh man! Oh buddy! Oh Dave! Oh Dave! Who's Oof. Dave? Id Fincher? Oh, that. that. <laughs> oh Dave. Oh wait, no. Oh Dave. Wait, this. I'm. I'm. What, I'm thinking of the game. <laughs> yeah, I was like, buddy, <laughs> this is not a David Fincher movie. <laughs> No, this is this is the you one. You were with, thinking of Michael Douglas in the game. Yes. Yeah, this is De Niro and um, Edward Norton. Norton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my brain froze. I had a brain fart there. I apologize. Man. No. Yeah, I thought I learned is, something new. No, no, no. I don't know who directed this movie. Because this is not good. It is. It's fine. But uh, you'd think that it would be like like a lot of gravitas, and it's kind of basic and borderline boring. I would say. Um, Nader, this this movie won an NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Stop Supporting it. Actress. <laughs> Which movie? Please the, score. Uh, the, the score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Whom? <laughs> oh my god! Wait, who? Seriously, who? Oh, that. See that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, it gotta be okay. Angela Bassett. I'm assuming. Oh. Okay. Uh, is she in the movie? Okay. Yeah, no, they just gave it to her. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yo, Angela, you're not related to this movie, but we're going to give it to you and this movie. All right. We have to associate it with the film. New plan. Me, Sean, Angela uh, Bassett hand deliver this packet. We bring it right up to the steps of the NAACP. All right. Anything to be shoulder to shoulder with Angela Bassett. The problem is when you guys keep on making jokes of things that I was originally going to cut, I have to keep this shit in. (laughs) <laughs> Again, you're the editor. We can't you. help being hilarious, John. We can't help it. You're right. I apologize. Number 18 on this list, which made $71.3 million, is Scary Movie 2, which is a mostly a parody of the movie The Haunting. Now, there's a clown under a bed, mm-hmm. and then he gets pulled under the bed, mm-hmm. and something grabs him by his neck. Mm-hmm. What's that thing? What's that thing? Is it, um, it's like a, isn't it like a hook type deal? Sean Wayne's penis. Oh, yes, it is. And it like wraps around his neck. So to answer your question, yes, it is a hook type thing. It's yeah, a, yeah, hook, yeah. It's like a, it's a, yeah. That was a weird uh, gay rape scene, huh? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I was recently talking with people about this movie about how, uh, how it aged insanely. And uh, I was like, yeah, a ghost just uh. like face fuck shorty and they're like but she was into it and i was like i I can't that can't possibly be the point right (laughs) probably not (laughs) um and back to back uh bukkake scenes anna ferris she just can't catch a break this movie did introduce anna ferris to the um to the world and you got uh chris uh what's his name chris elliott's uh strong hand so (laughs) oh yeah he gets that with his good hand obviously um, seventeen is AI artificial intelligence made seventy eight point six million dollars. Haley Joel Osment <laughs> fell asleep during this thing. So did my I, dad. I don't like this movie. Don't, don't the, know the how, titling don't know what happened. The titling has to be a play on ET, the extraterrestrial, right? I assume. Oh, that's a good call. Probably. Sure. Because I, I was I, thinking about that for the for the categories later because AI artificial intelligence is a terrible name. It's not a good name. You're right. It I think is a bad name. It, it probably just because they were like we're gonna well, they wanted to call it AI and people were like we don't not enough people know what that is. <laughs> At the time, right? It's crazy. Yep. 
Jumping down to number 13, which made $96.5 million. It's the first in the entry of the Legally Blonde series. It's Legally Blonde. Uh, is this your favorite Reese Witherspoon performance? Nope, it's my favorite you announcing the title of a movie performance. <laughs> yeah, 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 John, please go off on this movie. It sounds like it's one of yours. Go ahead. I actually really enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would at the time, and I was, what, 15 or whenever it was when it came out? Uh, and it's like a boy changer. It's like boys don't understand why they like this movie. They're like, no, I'm not allowed to, and then you're like, wait a minute, it's just great. It's just is great. Luke, is Luke Wilson the second? Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, and then I, the big court scene at the end, when the, the the fact that she knows about beauty comes into play because she got a perm, and then she's entered to the shower. But like, you got to probably be in the shower. Elle knew that. Her, uh, her, her, uh, Harvard, like, uh, uh, application video looked like a damn Zoom call, too. It looks ridiculous. It's pretty good. Uh, this is the part where you guys throw me off the podcast because I've never seen Legally Blonde. That seems fair. That's okay. That's okay. Yes. <laughs> You're you safe all, in San Diego. In the, how old are you in 01? You were just out of high school? I was 18 years old. Yeah, you wouldn't have gone to see this movie. Yeah, why would you have seen it? <laughs> Well, that's my my sister took me to see this movie, and, and begrudgingly, I was like, damn, it's hilarious. I did see O, you guys, so I don't know. Anything's possible. Oh! Uh, <laughs> number 12, just briefly talk about this. The Others, which made $96.5 million. I don't want to say anything about this movie other than um, it's a really good uh, horror movie, and uh, I think people should give it a shot. No. Number Nicole, 11. Nicole Kidman is the lead. There's I'm twist. still mad about the cats and dogs thing. There's a, there's a crazy twist. <laughs> Number 11, which made $108.2 million, bringing it into the 100K Club. It's mm. Anne Hathaway in The Princess Diaries. Another great movie poster. I say this with no irony. I love her with the shades on in the gla- in the, uh, it's in a the good, dress. It's a good poster. Yeah. Uh, in, so this movie, um, I don't think I've ever seen actually in full. Surprisingly, hard. Uh, but I mean, yeah. it's not. It's it. You know, it had the beginning, middle, and end before you even. No, no, I know the whole movie. Look at but it, yeah, um, yeah, of course. This is Julie Andrews is uh, and uh, and Anne Hathaway, and this is is this her? This is her first big movie, right? It's her first starring role. Yeah, she had done like some other random movies before that. She's like in her early twenties. She had done some. She had done some fucked up like like indie stuff before this. Like stuff. Havoc. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm referring to. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Sean, any thoughts on the Princess Diaries? I have no thoughts on the Princess Diaries. Another movie I missed, so that's, that's okay. Fair. Now we're getting into the top ten now, Sean. In all honesty, how many of the ten have you seen? Um, most of them. Okay. Most of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This in good shape. Yeah, this is this a good a famous one. year. Yeah, this is a pretty solid season. Uh, number ten, uh, which made one hundred and twelve point nine million dollars. The sequel to Doctor Doolittle. It's Doctor Doolittle too. <laughs> Norma Dazza yes. plays the dog. You got uh, John uh-huh. Leguizamo. Raven Simone. Raven Simone is the daughter. Still, she is yeah. She reprised did, her role. <laughs> did this need a sequel? And did it need a sequel? Think- is a great question. The answer is, of course, no. Definitely not. <laughs> did it need the Robert uh, Downey Jr. remake? Also, no. Incidentally. Oh boy, I heard that is one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> Straight up. Um, 
How do you feel about the Dr. Doolittle uh, film series? Be- beginning of the end. Truly a sad moment in time for us all. There's a lot yeah, of Yeah, it's really... like peak bad Eddie Murphy. Yeah. This is just, I mean, it's, Not... it's Eddie Murphy just doing ki- movies for his kids at this point. And um, uh, it's not great. Yeah, everything post Pluto Nash and uh, <laughs> and pre uh, Dreamgirls, no good. But they get a lot of really good voice actors. I mean, Steve Zahn, Norm Macdonald, uh, Lisa Kudrow, Mike Epps, Michael Rappaport, Andy Dick, Cedric the Entertainer, Jamie Kennedy, David Cross, Bob Odenkirk, John Leguizamo, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Kevin Pollack, Mandy Moore, Frankie Muniz, like. That doesn't mean you shouldn't talk about the movie Cats and Dogs. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but it's not like because now you're picking sides with with talking animal movies. This is bullshit. But I'm this just saying, bullshit. like, they, they have this crazy, <laughs> nah, crazy nah. cast, but nothing for me. Um, number- say say one thing about Planet of the Apes. I swear to God. I swear to God. So I computers. I got I got some things about that movie. <laughs> As number, do I. Number nine this season. <laughs> which made $131 million, is the video game adaptation of Laura Croft Tomb Raider, starring Angelina Jolie. I'm sorry, uh-huh. did you say Laura Croft? Laura Croft. Oh, it's, it's not Lara? Lara. I think it's Lara. It's Laura Croft. No, it's like how an Irish person would say it. It's Lara. Lara Croft. Not the second part. Don't be racist to the Irish. They'll get you. The Irish yeah, people not are not a race, time. as far as I know. I'm being xenophobic. Get your shit together. <laughs> Great Britain? Oh, no. Nope. Famously, I'm scared of potatoes. Famously not part of Great Britain. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> Violently so. Yes. Check Dude. those potatoes. <laughs> you gotta, there's a whole thing All called... Right, easy. The... <laughs> Man. Those I'm on Ancestry.com, okay? I'm up in the 90%. I'm up in the Irish 90%. Irish... I'm up in the 90s. You're the Brian Scalabrini of this podcast. Exactly, <laughs> Without man. a doubt. Not going to be the best, but I'll play hard, damn it. That's right. Hey, he's got to change that nickname after Kobe. He's got to change that nickname. <laughs> it's not nah, going to work. It's his. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Kobe's got to change his. <laughs> oh, that's a little late for that. <laughs> Posthumously. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, uh, in his will, he said Scalabrini can keep it's it. It's all good. You got it, Scal. <laughs> Fine print of Kobe's will. We are monsters. Oh, my God. So, Laura Craft Tomb Raider. <laughs> Kobe's got to change it. Which is probably my favorite Irish film. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is a, a, a go, follows the trend of most video game movies of being not very good. It it starts it. It's like the Mario joint is like they're horrible, and this is like they're bad, and then it's like they're the worst. Well, at least at least this movie, as opposed to the the Super Mario movie, tried to actually uh, follow the the themes of the game. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. That's the one big difference between Mario and every other video game adaptation. Yeah, um, Laura Craft. <laughs> Laura. Laura Craft. It's Laura. It's yeah. not Laura, John. Laura Clark. <laughs> I can't say it now. <laughs> it's it's Laura. You're looking right at it. All right, it's someone four talk letters. About, someone talk about this movie. <laughs> uh, um, John. Yeah. Uh, Angelina Sean, Jolie. I'm, I'm at, yeah. <laughs> the, does she have lips? I don't know. Yeah, she not does. Sure. 
Confirmed? Are they pixelated? Yeah, she Unconfirmed. Have, she didn't do the, uh, well, they, the the triangular video game breasts that were famous for the video game. They changed they changed her appearance in the video game after this, right, to mirror Angelina Jolie. They did. That oh, is what? accurate. So uh, is the new video game Alicia Vikander and also terrible? Um, I Well, listen, uh, the new video games, they've actually made three uh, since 2013, and they're actually very... Very good. It's probably the best in the series nope. or the the, the wow. current trilogy. Oh hell! Yeah. Can you shoot bears while doing flips with pistols? Of course. Mm. That's what I was about in the first one. A lot of puzzles. Can John <laughs> Voight abandon you and your mom as a youth? It's no way. No way to tell for sure. Um, ah. Next up, number eight on this list: the start of one of the biggest franchises in film history. Which made one hundred and forty-four point five million dollars. It's the Point Break Rick ripoff of the Fast and the Furious. It's the Point Break ripoff of the Fast and the Furious. That's what you want to go with. My phrasing Sounds wasn't like a perfect. Fucking idiot. No, <laughs> it's it gonna sound. It's gonna sound great hey, when I edit. First of all, John, <laughs> shut the fuck up because me and you have done the podcast about all five of these movies. Sean, what you got to say about the Fast and the Furious? Vin Diesel is an uh, egg in a vest. This movie, though, I. L- <laughs> it's true He's an but <laughs> yeah but his voice is like is top notch he's got lots of emotion in that voice he's talking <laughs> yep. to people with that voice he's yep. yelling he's yep. setting the scene I, I honestly I was like overly into the Fast and the Furious when it came out oh you're one of those guys when did you come back when did you come back to us I, I came back <laughs> with well I left for that movie, and then I came back with a Dodge Neon on 18-inch rims with a loud muffler. Wow. I, I'm glad I didn't know Changed my that, life. <laughs> the movie changed my life. Famously, John hid the fact for me that he loves, respects, and admires these movies uh, up until we did the podcast, and I'm, I'm on quite the opposite spectrum. So You know that you I think that the first movie is straight trash. I, mean, I don't care, John. It's the, it's the lie that hurts. It's the lie that hurts. I like. Say what I like you want. You guys are living a lie. Five on is where I, I think the, the the franchise is great. Well, I think I one and it. done. I'm good with oh one and God. done. One and done, uh, which made 145 million dollars. The gang is back, Nodder, and they're closer than ever. It's American Pie too. <laughs> Whoa, Stifler's still a horn dog. Yeah, but this time, instead of being in high school, they've graduated and they're renting out a house in the in the woods. I guess this is something like that. Now you know American Pie is in the same universe as Pootie Tank. That is not accurate. <laughs> that is a hundred percent accurate because the mom that uh, Stifler is always trying to fuck is in fact playing the no, same. No, Stifler's character not trying to movies. fuck her. It's Stifler's mom. <laughs> Sorry, Stifler's mom plays the same character in both movies. She plays the same character in every movie she's in. Have you seen uh, the the movies with uh, the uh, A Mighty Wind or? Um, yeah, those uh, are also in the American Beetlejuice. Pootie Tang, Beetlejuice. Yeah, what are you, what are you talking about? You know, it's all the same place. <laughs> yep. This is this is the I think this is the last movie that came out before Tara Reid lost her goddamn mind. <laughs> mm, I thought you were gonna say was, life, and I was like, way. that's not funny. Yeah. She was well on her Brittany way here. Murphy. I always forget that. I do think white people look the same. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Number six, which made $180 million, it is the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Wow. Another one I didn't realize. Tim Burton directed this? Yep. 
Marky Tim Mark? Burton directed Mark Wahlberg. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, I've seen not, this movie. It's terrible. Not her. Um, yeah. Me and Sean had a conversation off pod about this, and I would love Sean mm. to retell that story. Okay. Uh, so the the entire time, I, I saw this movie with a group of friends in the theater. It was like opening night. It was one of those gems. And I was a little, probably a little stoned and 18 years old going to the movie theater. Wild child. Uh, and so we were, we, <laughs> we were making terrible, terrible puns the whole time. Like pa- Planet of the Grapes. Planet like of the Like out shapes. loud during the movie? Me and a friend of mine sitting next to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because uh, the movie's not the movie's not good. So we were no, it's horrible. Ourselves. But you could literally yeah, yeah. talk through it, and people weren't objecting to your speech. But we, I don't. Uh, but the big twist at the end is that you know, in the original one, it's the Statue of Liberty. This one is not. So we were making jokes, and Planet of the Abraham Lincoln's came up. Okay. So in in our banter, and that's mm-hmm. how the movie ends, man. It's crazy. Oh, y'all guessed the movie ending? Yeah, just just You bullshit. highly guessed the movie ending. We both Man. yelled very loudly in the theater when that was uh, when that appeared and it's probably seemed like we liked the movie and more. And was the craziest thing was everyone else in the theater stood up, looked at them, standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> and one of those yeah, people I don't know was Christopher Nolan, and that's how he got the idea for Inception. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, You're welcome, God. Chris. Um, yeah, that movie sucks. Number five this season, which made $181.1 million, is the uh, movie that they were like, yeah, we can stop making these movies. And then someone decided, no, we got to do it again. And that's a shame because uh, they should have stopped after one. It's Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> I don't even know. It has no, like, no subtitle, nothing. This, one, this was 3. just straight Jurassic Park 3. You had yeah. Jurassic Park, you had Jurassic, you had The Lost World, Lost Jurassic World. Park, yeah. and then you had Jurassic Park 3. Um, Semicolon, we done. Nader, have yes, you watched I... any of the Jurassic Park movies yet? I have. I've, I saw the first one for the first time in a drive-in movie theater. Uh, it was great. It's so good. Yes. I saw it for the first time when they re-released in theaters, like, six, was five, six years ago? Six, seven years ago? You hadn't seen the original Jurassic nope. Park? Hadn't seen it, nope. Guys, it's, like that, man. it's so good. How good are the practical effects in that movie? Yeah, really. They, they really hold up like a son of a bitch. They were they were scary as hell last month. The scene in the first I would rather talk about the first Jurassic Park. The scene we are in, obviously uh, the first Jurassic Park in the kitchen where the Velociraptors are chasing the kids is one of the most intense and great suspense scenes of all time. It's fantastic. It's terrifying. Sure. And, the way the way it holds Steven, up is nuts. I know you hate Steven Spielberg, but that's him at his goddamn best. Okay. You sure it's not Ready Player One? <laughs> Definitely not. That movie's shit. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I hated that movie. Good, good book though. I never read it. Michael Crichton wrote it. I know that. <laughs> Number four on this list, which made 198 million dollars, is Pearl Harbor, which is a movie I rewatched this year. I'm not sure why, but I can tell you this much. It's still bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Um, you know what the biggest problem with this movie is? The dialogue. The cast. Oh, okay. <laughs> the dialogue is so bad that anytime anyone's talking, you're just like, well, these aren't human beings talking. <laughs> you're saying Randall Wallace didn't knock this one out of the park? It's it's It sucks. It's so 
And the love story is so forced. Oh, it's, everything about this movie is terrible. Yeah, and like, the special effects don't hold up, which is a shame. Because that's the only fucking saving grace movie like this could have. I have not seen this movie. You don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have. And it's, it's long. It's, it's like And it's Michael hours. Bay. Yeah, it's it's like Michael Bay's most, like, quote-unquote serious movie. Yeah, whatever. It, Let's it get serious is, with yeah. number three. Let's get real. All right. Yeah. We're in the $200 million club. The Mummy Returns. $202 million. This is a sequel to, of course, The Mummy, which is a remake of The Mummy. And this is uh-huh. Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz. Uh-huh. And uh, I believe this is the appearance, uh, the first film appearance of Dwayne Johnson, better known as The Rock. Sure so, is. We all had to have seen this in theaters, right? Of course. Yes. Yeah. This was an kind event. Of, kind of a thing. Yeah. This movie was an event. Was The Rock in the trailers? He was. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I kn- there was heavy cross-promotion with WWF going on at the time. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not a wrestling guy at all. I, I would not have seen that. Yeah, no, this, I, I feel like a lot of this movie, a lot of people want to see this movie just because The Rock was in it, and he's literally in it for about 10 seconds. <laughs> but and he's mostly CGI. Two more movies? He? Yep. He's, <laughs> but he, does, he does have two full two full spinoffs, right? Yes. Scorpion King this, 1 and scor- 2 are him, mm-hmm. and the ones after that are somebody else. I think maybe just the first one's him, actually. Okay. But uh, 100%, this is the, the launch of his movie career. And um, nice. which is Brendan Fraser still eating off of this movie. Thanks, Rock. <laughs> I mean, the first Jerry movie Brockheimer, did undefeated. Did great mo- uh, money too. This is uh, Brockheimer. Yeah, makes sense. Um, Big Brock. Universal Pictures had the, had uh, most of the movies in the top ten this uh, this uh, season, which is pretty crazy. They had The Mummy Returns, Jurassic Park, American Pie, Fast and Furious. And all those movies combined made over a billion dollars. So, pretty good season for the for that production company. Um, number it. number two, actually number two, <laughs> it is. It's the sequel to Rush Hour, Rush Hour Two, which made two hundred and twenty six million dollars. His name damn. is Lee. God damn it. <laughs> um, my favorite of the Rush Hour movies by far. Uh, it's it's great. I've seen it the sure. most. We've talked about that. I mean, we did our we did the trilogy on this a while ago. Sean, what is your relationship to this movie? I honestly don't know the answer to that. I have I have a deep relationship with the first one. I tried to rack my brain. I must have seen this multiple times, but I could not. I couldn't Vegas, come up with anything for it. Jeremy Piven, none of that ringing a bell. Oh, it's ba- is this the one where he slides down the uh, yes. curtain? Yes. All right. Good. Well, no, no. Yeah, slide down the curtain is in both. Yes, that's okay. true. There's, cur- there's curtain sliding in both, I should say. Okay. Matter of fact, in all three. They both slide down one in this one. Right? Okay. Vegas, then, Vegas then is the real nomer because they're sliding in every movie. Yeah, no, no, no. I think it was Vegas because it was off of yes. Vegas building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, he ain't going to be in Rush Hour 3. Yeah, <laughs> you've seen this. Can we talk about the I most important cameo in this film? Yeah. It's Don Cheadle. As Kung Fu Freddy, Kung Kendrick F- Lamar's current alter ego. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, everything about Approved, that Approved, by the way. Don Cheadle is in the music videos with Kendrick Lamar, so that's that, that's cross-promotion. That's true. It is. He's in, well, he's, he starts, he's in the, what's the he, first one he's in? 
He's the detective in the in the music video for uh, the Kendrick song with Rihanna. He's also wow, okay. he's in another one too where he's loyalty. Loyalty. There you go, loyalty. There you go, my man. And I think Element too. He's in the video for Elements too. He's got a lot podcast of podcast about movies. That's right. <laughs> All right, number number one this season, topping off the list at two hundred and sixty-seven million dollars, is the first entry in this series. It's Shrek. I rewatched this recently and was blown away by how just gross and disgusted I was by the animation. I couldn't watch it. It made me want to throw up just by the way it looked. This is a uh, DreamWorks, so obviously it's not the the biggest animation studio. It's not, but it ain't Pixar. Um, is Puss in Boots in this one, or that's that starts that starts in two? That's way later. That's way later. Yeah. Okay. The uh, the the animation definitely is dated and it's ugly, but I think this story is so good. I love story's very. Good. Oh, and the script. It's it, funny. And it's, like, it's objectively funny. Yeah. It's like the first po- like public poking of like Disney tropes and things. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, they do a good job with that, and it also is um, it's it has as many kid jokes as it has adult jokes. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 interrogation of the ginger man is hysterical. That is like the funniest good. thing in the world. It's very good. <laughs> that John John Lithgow going off on that goddamn gingerbread man is nuts. I'm sorry, the Trinity Killer. My bad. <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah. He, he's a man. Respect. So uh, we're gonna give out some awards for the season. First award we're giving out is the worst title. Uh, I have two. I have fast food, fast women. And startup.com. <laughs> I I was gonna go with startup.com until I realized it was a documentary about startup.com. I think okay. it's pretty uh, accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a perfect. Title. It fits. It's so good. What do you got, Sean? Um, I actually went with the Fast and the Furious. Oh, because I think it's an awful the title. second the the second the is right. Yeah, it's the second the. It yeah, is the second. It's, it's, too it's much. a deal breaker. It doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel good in the mouth. If it makes you if feel Justin better, Timberlake had been there, no, none of this would have happened. Uh, we're, we're we're getting close to a period of time where they have a bunch of um, Lord of the Rings movies, and those all have about four thes in them. So, <laughs> um, the Lord not, of the Rings and his rings that he was there for the of the not not or what is your worst title? It's gonna be Pootie Tang. Yeah, it's a good call. <laughs> it's <laughs> a good call alright Shelf Life this is a movie that uh, has grown on you over time Nader you had it at your aunties you know <laughs> well Nader what did you put for your Shelf Life film went with Pootie Tang I had a feeling that was going to be the answer <laughs> Sean Nader I'm with you Pootie Tang I went with Ghost World because that was a movie that I, 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 I saw years later and enjoyed. And uh, I like that director. Um, favorite movie? Nodder. What'd you go with? Gonna go with Pootie Tang. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You're breaking your own rules. <laughs> <laughs> I went with a movie that we didn't talk about. Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, it's a great movie. Great what'd you, film. What'd you pick, Sean? Oh, I picked The Fast and the Furious because it's my favorite movie. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. So you, so you never it. came back, huh? 
He never came back. To us. No, I'm still with I'm still cruising with Toretto out on the streets. Yeah, I got you, man. It's all about family and drinking Coronas. The best film of the season. I went with Rush Hour Two. Sean, what'd you go with? I went with Shrek. Um, okay. Yeah. For and, for for reasons explained earlier. Fair enough. Nader went with Pootie Tang. You son of a bitch. <laughs> You're you are. Such a stickler for the fucking only one movie per category. John, stop making stop making a fool of yourself in front of our guest. All right, well that's that's it for the season. We gotta get into some last looks. What are you recommending for the streamers out there, Sean? As a guest, would you love to go first? Yeah, sure, I'll go first. Uh, it's a movie that's that's the soundtrack and the actual film is on replay in my house constantly because I have a three-year-old daughter, but it's also entertaining for me. I really like it. Okay. Uh, Trolls World Tour, oh. which is on Hulu. It's a great movie about uh, you know music genres and things. It's Where good. We- I think it's funny. There's some, there's, huh? That Move sounds on. very genuinely like sweet watching that with your daughter. That sounds great. <laughs> that sounds like a, a good oh, it's time. It's a good for movie a too. It's yeah. a good. It, it it like explains music genres well to children, and it's nope. I don't know. It's fun. There's some adult jokes in there too. Well, yeah. so that's that's good because I was really curious about what the, what what happened with Poppy and um, Branch. Yeah, yep, that's right. Glad we got we got some closure on that. So that's exciting. Nader, what is your last look? Uh, my last look is going to be Menace to Society, streaming on Netflix, a movie that I had never seen before, um, and was very surprised oh, uh, really? about. Just just a little bit, yeah. I didn't realize it was exactly about what it was about, and um, it was like just obviously just floored by it um so yeah menace society streaming on netflix <laughs> i'm recommending rbg which is a documentary about ruth bader ginsburg who uh, unfortunately recently passed away uh, and had a, an incredible life and this documentary kind of goes over her entire professional career starting in um graduate school and going into um about two years ago is when the, the documentary ends and it's a it's a really interesting look on a person whose life is just crazy crazy important to how um laws have been um uh, looked at over the past years and unfortunately the world is burning and everything sucks so uh it's kind of a little bit uplifting unfortunately she passed away and she can't help us anymore so everything sucks now what are we watching next episode <laughs> next episode we are going to be watching hercules on disney plus the animated Nader's, joint Nader's forced me to watch all these cartoons that i i don't know as well oh. as him. No, God that's a quick, that's a good one though. It's, it's a good. I know it of, is, uh, and he's seen yeah, it yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, I have seen this. Disney, one. Disney has a has that thing where they know to be like, all right, we're gonna take superheroes in the fifties, and like that's the Incredibles. And for some reason, they were like yep. Greece and gospel, and that's psychotic. But for some reason, it's a home run. Yeah, it works. All right, yep. well, that's gonna do it for us this week. Sean, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. And before we go, I want to say uh, shouts to the stream podcast because I listen to it every time it's out. I think you guys have like grown a ton. You guys mesh very well, and I'm entertained every time. And I learn a lot about movies. Appreciate I, it, I appreciate that. It means a lot. And uh, Sean, where would you like to be found on the internet should you choose to be found? I have I have an Instagram. It's S-D-E-S-D-E-E-Z. E-S-D-E-E-Z. Uh, I have other things too, but I don't really use them. So, well, and don't go Sh- looking for Shia LaBeouf stays in the wind. Don't look for him on Ghost Reddit, World. folks. <laughs> yeah, he's really he's 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 moonlighting as Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> well, I'm uh, gonna walk out of this closet with a newfound confidence. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, Nader, where can people find us? 
They can find us at the Stream Pod on Instagram. That's T H E S T R E A M P O D. That's right. And uh, yeah, if you like the show, tell a friend, read, review, subscribe. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks with an episode about Hercules. Nodder, say something funny. Number 34 on the list is Summer Catch. Y'all like baseball? So let's say. Wait, you want to say something about Night's Tale? You want to talk about it? No, no, I, I just feel like we had to acknowledge it. I feel like we can't gloss over a Night's Tale, that's all. All right, I'll cut it out. Number 24. 20- Wait, really? Oh, come on, son. <laughs>